Good evening, Anchor family. Hope all is well. Hope you had a great Sunday. Um, I had a great day. Did a lot of cooking. Watched a lot of football. It sounds like a recipe for a great day. <laughs> um, anyway, I I wanted to follow up on something. Again, this is uh, Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Uh, and it's a Just Media Works production. So... A couple of weeks ago, I asked you guys, and I didn't really get any responses, but the question was, if you had to guess, why were you born? So since I didn't get a lot of reaction on Anchor, I took it over to Quora, Q-U-O-R-A, and I asked the question, and I've gotten a lot of answers, but here's what's weird. Most people responded in a sarcastic or maybe not even sarcastic some of them seem genuinely sincere in this answer which is um basically my parents had sex and that's why I was born and in my mind that's how you were born that's not a why question that's not a why answer that's a how answer um obviously all of our parents had sex that's how we all got here and then it, it made me think like are people just being jerky or do they really not understand the question and it's probably a little bit of both but also is that kind of the reason why we are where we are in the world is because people's um perceptions and understanding of things are all different You know what I mean? It's not like we all go to the same schools and all think the same way and all um, learn the same way. And so I was just thinking, like, maybe that's part of the problem. It's a lot more people in the world, especially, you know, no one expects the populations to be this huge. But then when you start trying to move the masses with message, could it be that some people are taking the message one way and that wasn't the way it was intended? And again, part I think part of the people are just being snarky and obnoxious, but I think there are a good chunk of them who really think that's the answer to the question. And it's a spiritual question to me. So I feel like, you know, we may be in, too in touch with our humanity and not enough with our spirituality. And people are just so literal. Uh, I don't know. It's just deep. So anyway... Uh, I asked the question, if if you guys still are interested and you want to answer it, I'm interested in listening. Uh, The question is, if you had to guess, why were you born? And uh, we've already covered that people believe it's because their parents had sex. So don't don't offer that as an answer. All right. All right. So I just watched that excellent Kansas City Dallas game. And what's really interesting is clearly Ezekiel Elliott has the most um, flexible suspension that anyone's ever seen. He's still playing and nobody knows if he'll be in the game next week or what, but you know, it's just, it's kind of crazy. And then of course, now that Roger Goodell has come down on a cowboy, um, Jerry Jones wants him out of his job, which I mean, it's fairly obvious that, you know, Nobody was upset with Roger Goodell when he stood in St. Louis and lied over and over and over again about us being able to keep our team when there was really absolutely no chance that was ever going to happen. 
And Jerry Jones was a big part of that and sold everybody on, you know, how much money they can make in the L.A. market. And do you know that St. Louis viewership is actually higher for the Rams games than it is in L.A.? And it's like nobody was mad at Roger then. Nobody, nobody had an issue with him lying to us basically over four or five years, you know. So the hypocrisy is what's going to bring the NFL down. And I'm fine with that. I think I've said fairly, uh, fairly often on this podcast, I don't believe the NFL should be the number one sport. It shouldn't be America's sport because it's not for everyone. It's violent. It's, uh, it's kind of brutal. It's kind of disgusting. Like dudes are spitting all the time. And like, it's just, it's like MMA. Like when you watch somebody's arm, their elbow get dislocated and ripped out of it it's sockets and stretched and like the first time you see that it's so disgusting um but i mean that's a routine part of the the sport but like if that was the number one sport you know i would begin to think like maybe there's something quite not right (laughs) with americans and that's the way i feel about football if if all of this controversies you know like removes the people and and that are kind of fringe fans and just returns it to the purists, I'd be fine with that. I've watched football my whole life. Um, I like it. I enjoy it. And, you know, I I could be okay with maybe no Thursday night games, no Sunday night games. If we could just go back to, you know, Sunday and Monday, I'd be cool with that. Um, I think the players would look fresher and and be healthier because it's a brutal sport. It's not supposed to be played twice a week, you know? Anyway, I do feel like the hypocrisy and the mm, the owner's blatant greed is what's really going to do the NFL in and probably put it back behind, I don't know, probably the NBA um, in terms of popularity. Uh, but whatever happens, you know, they'll 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 get what they deserve. And you can take that however you like. If they've been good and treated their players properly and fairly, then that's what that's what they'll reap. But as we all know, they haven't been that good. <laughs> and people have made a lot of money. But the health concerns after a career in football and these non-guaranteed contracts, you know, and these the, the horrible CBA. I mean, it's really one-sided, and it's the, it's on the side of the owners. And uh, I think that's actually what's going to do the NFL in in terms of being the number one sport in America. And to be honest with you, I think that's the best thing that could happen for the sport. I was telling one of my friends last night, she's an avid listener. I appreciate the support. I really, really, really do. And she was saying, you know, I think I want to do one because I love your podcast. And I was like, do it. Just do it. Don't wait for permission. I don't know what to talk about. Well, what do you know about? Talk about that. Talk about what you don't know. Talk about the fact that you, you know, want to start a new business or you want to start, you want to become a DJ or you, you know, I don't know, whatever it is you want to do. Um, you know, you always had a dream and you want to pursue it. Talk about that. I've always wanted to write a book and live on the beach. Talk about that. You know, it's just. I, it's incredible to me. You know, I've, I've been doing this for a few months now. Really have been getting some great feedback. People are calling in. People are uh, interacting with 
the podcast, you know, even outside, like <laughs> off the computer or outside of the app, you know, people are telling me what they're thinking, you know, and it's, it's really cool and it's fun. So if you have something to say and you're out there and you're listening, you know, just, just say something, just say something because you'd be surprised at how many things that I have said that are just things I say to myself in my head all the time that have really impacted people in a positive and powerful way, which means to me that the, the whole point was to get the message out because other people might be feeling that way. So you just never know how it's going to go over. And you may have a, a part of your story that, that really reaches someone where they are and, and helps them go to the next level. So you know, if you got something that you're passionate about and you're on anchor, go for it. Let's talk about it. Let's hear it. Um, yeah, I think that was all I wanted to say. Go anchor. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to podcast about at some point over the weekend and didn't have time to is something that I heard on another podcast called Let Me Confess. And it was a big, big dramatic build up to basically for her to basically just say, you know, guess what? I'm not competing with you. So that got me to thinking, like, I think one of the biggest things that you can learn as an adult is to figure out who really genuinely wants to see you be successful and who really is just competing with you. I've had both of those kinds of uh, relationships. Some Sometimes it's just a friendship, like a friend who you think they really are pushing you, but they're really just pushing you so they can push themselves because that's what they get off on, which is, you know, competing with you. That's competition. And so I've learned the hard way, like everybody who's like, you know, you're the greatest, do this and that ain't really thinking you the greatest. They are kind of just competing with you. And uh, in that way, it feels like manipulation. And it's really only a problem if it's if it's just a friendship, you can you can either terminate that friendship once you figure that out or you can uh, put some boundaries in place and know what you're dealing with. It's only really a problem if it's a romantic relationship. When you figure out that your partner isn't really rooting for you and he or she may be actively competing against you. And I'm sorry, that is not a good look on a man. Any man who's competing with me, I think is King Petty. Like that is the pettiest thing I could think of because, you know, I want to win. But part of my winning is winning with you. <laughs> and if you're up here competing with me and tearing me down or holding me back in some way, how is that a win for us? You know, so it means you're not in it for us. You're in it for you. And th- I mean, I heard her say that and I was thinking, I mean, I added all of that. But when she said, I'm not competing with you, it just it, it really uh, struck a chord with me because. You know, I, I have had that sensation where I felt like I I wasn't really just friends with a person. I was in some sort of weird competition that I wasn't aware of or, um, you know, somebody, uh, you know, was just like just doing their own thing. Like 
So I do think it's important when you become an adult that you realize that there are people who are out there genuinely pushing for you and wanting you to be successful and cheering you on. And you should be able to tell them apart from the people who are secretly just competing with you. Um, It's definitely worth thinking about. Uh, It really is because we're here for the human experience and a lot of our analysis if we if we tend to analyze things it it's only reserved for romantic relationships or that that parental relationship that has dogged you and plagued you in some way but also too like look at the the status and the health of your all your relationships best friend is your best friend really your best friend is your best friend really the person who gives you the best advice who who listens to you and pushes you on and encourages you and thinks you're the greatest or is that person like kind of you know secretly hoping you don't do good like you know i know that there have been people in my life who said to my face they wanted me to do well but in reality they may have not really wanted that so it's something worth thinking about. So thank you for that. Let me confess. And uh, let's let's just all get to the winner's circle. Let's just do that. Time for Jackson's five. Jackson's five, five, five. I wish I had some special software for you, Jackson, but I don't. <laughs> so just use your imagination. Jackson's five, five, five. This is actually from last week. And when I went to post it, Anchor was down. Boo. No boo. Anchor's great. It just, it happens. They had some technical difficulties and I just didn't have time to put it together for last week. So I'm going to do it right now. Get ready for Jackson's five. It's uh, his favorite tunes right now from his playlist. He's my little cousin and, uh, you know, he's, he is strictly into hip hop. So I'm going to start giving him some challenges and see how that goes. Like Jackson, Pick your favorite five songs from 2007 when you were like five years old. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do it because, you know, what's life without some challenges? Here we go. Jackson's five. Welcome to Mad Love, hosted by Judith A. Cole, produced by Just Meteorworks. Thanks for listening. It's all good, because even when we mad, we still love you.